cutting edge guests, awesome uncensored, jaw-dropping information, plus funny memes, good deeds, and loads of laughter. Kinda have it all. Ladies and gentlemen, if your soul's awake, then welcome, because you're in the right place. Well, welcome back to the Sovereign Soul Show, all of you divine lions and lionesses. As you know, we stand for love, levity, and liberty. And we've got the mascot, the Bling Buddha, who fires red pills from his nine mil and has a Punisher tattoo over his left breast to save the children. Remember, on September 20th, approximately one billion people will walk out in this world to stand up and march for the children peacefully to stand against the woke pedophilia in the schools the World Economic Forum, and the World Homicide Organization, the medical tyranny that they've reigned upon humanity for a mass human-level extinction event as they're coming for our children. So in celebration of that, make sure you go check out 1billionmarch.com. You'll see the organizations who have already said I'm in. That includes Dr. Christian Northrup, Ricardo Bosi, Dave Guru Graham, AJ Roberts, Mark Atwood, Pastor Arthur Pavlowski, and his son Nathaniel Pavlowski, and so, so many others. They're all mentioned down below here with Vermont Stands Up, Maine Stands Up, and obviously these fine gentlemen are back on the program. I'll welcome them in order of their rank. Upon the moment that they retired from the U.S. Army, we have with us, once again, Colonel Chuck Sellers, Looking great in the cowboy hat, who retired as the deputy commander of Delta Force. And then also here we have Bishop Jim O'Connor, whose rank then was a major in the U.S. Army and Airborne. Both these decorated men of the highest esteem are still serving mankind, women, men, and children right now by taking it forward. And we are here on part two of the Kazarian Mafia, the history of the Kazarian Mafia show. If you wonder how we got here over these centuries and why we're at this point in time this is literally the reason why because of the satanic families and the bloodlines we're going to talk about who they are name their names and their organizations so you divine lions and lionesses and your family know what to steer clear from and also how to go after them peacefully as we all rise up in the world on september 20th by the way dr jan halper from the vice president of the Republican Party worldwide has publicly stated in a conversation with me on a Twitter space last week, she's on board and endorses the One Billion March. Lee Dundas as well. And as she has also said, hey, I am besties now with Robert F. Kennedy Jr. Who would have thought about that would have happened in this fight? So those are her words. So she as well is on board. So we are talking about uniting. And last night we had the head of the Alliance of Indigenous Nations representing 150 sovereign tribal nations around the world, from the Maori all the way to the Mongols in Siberia and all points in between, are on board to stand up to save the children, to march peacefully in celebration and solidarity for 24 hours on September 20th. Gentlemen, welcome back to the program. It's a friggin' honor. Glad to be here. It's great to be back, Brian. You got it. And the link's in the descriptions for Jim now at 70 years old, bench-pressing. 38 and a half times he bench pressed two weeks ago on a private zoom we did it was with 173 people in seven countries mind you that were chanting he did 38 and a half bench presses of 320 pounds in 10 minutes three sets 12 13 and then 13 and a half so 70 years old has his own rumble channel check it out in the description here and colonel sellers is supporting gold star american families so if you feel so inclined absolutely check it out donate to gold star families and also with bishop jim o'connor here check out his rumble channel he drops amazing beautiful videos every single day and you'll also be seeing this on his channel so welcome aboard thank you all gentlemen 45 to 60 minutes here to talk about centuries worth of satanic bloodlines that have infiltrated our world and pulled the wool over our eyes from where we left off in the last show who would like to uh, go first go well, jim. okay <laughs> <laughs> the one thing about the one thing that uh, isn't really clear in the religious realm is how much Satan hates God's creation of the human of the human. Mm-hmm. We're made in the image and likeness of God, and that has Satan so pissed off that all he wants to do is kill 
every one of us. And he has minions who Chuck will describe really well, who that's their job to serve their master. And uh, I'd like to say something about those who will make the excuse that I'm just following orders. When you just follow orders, you're consenting to that order and matching that consent with your behavior. So if you're like those clowns that helped kill all those people on Maui, you're a mass murderer. If you're one of those people that turned the water off or wouldn't let people escape or help plan it, you're just as guilty as those that shot the weapons and burn the people, and you're working for the devil. And if you serve the devil in this world, you'll get to spend eternity with him in the next world. And if your priests and pastors aren't telling you that, you're going to the wrong church. Find a place that has a pastor or a priest with a spine, because your immortal soul depends on it. Yeah, and then just to back up, I think to uh, illuminate what you're saying here, you got you, you mentioned Maui, and the police chief in Maui was the same guy who was the incident commander in Las Vegas during the mass shooting that happened in Las Vegas a few years back. Same guy, same exact guy was in charge in Maui when all this happened. And that was the one who was putting up the barricades and not letting people get out. You gotta be kidding me. How does that happen in, our, in this world? I, I, I don't understand it. Why did anybody put up with it? That had to be a planned mass murder for that to happen Absolutely. with clowns like that. Absolutely. And now the, the thing that's coming out on all of the, on the media is that the whole thing was caused by they didn't pay enough attention to the old plantations when they were growing pineapples and they let the grass grow too high and finally it was uncontrollable. They're actually going to get people to try to believe that, that that was the answer. Well, as someone who took engineering at uh, the military academy, I learned that you have to have a temperature of about 2,800 degrees Fahrenheit to melt steel. Yeah. Grass and Fossil fuels, they burn about 600 degrees. And if you're not sure I'm telling the truth, then put a little lighter fluid on your charcoal and see if it melts your grill. Right, exactly. Um, uh, you're, you're right on it, though. The, um, the, the sad part of it all is that you're talking about evil and how evil just continues to to flourish basically in the world. And when you go back, you go back in time, you start doing the research on, on the names that keep popping up, the families and, and this and that. Um, I mean, it really, they, you've, everybody's pretty much heard of the, the, at least the title, the black nobility. Um, and the reason they call them the black nobility because they did everything that they had in their power to include murder, rape, torture, all of it, to get and hold on to power. Um, most notably back around the 12th century, 1100 uh, uh, AD. And these families, these, these uh, they basically, it was the oligarchic families coming out of mostly out of Italy, out of Venice and Genoa, um, backed by the Jesuits, the Jesuit order, uh, who, who basically controlled the entire order and installed the what they call the Black Pope, who's the the lead Jesuit, who still exists today in the same position. Um, and those families are the dominating families that are still ex in existence today. Thir they come from 13 families um, of the original ones, from, mostly from Italy. Um, the five top, top ones being the Breakspears, Samaglia, you recognize all these names, Orsini, Fornesi, and Aldebrandini. That was the five main families, but there were, they had an, an additional eight that were almost as important as those five, those first five were, 
and those are the Borgias, Chigi, Colonna, Conti, Este, Medici, everybody knows that name, um, Paolo Vicini, and Pamphili. Those 13 families are the root of most of the names that you recognize nowadays who all descended from those families and they continue to rule the world to this day, to this day. I'd like to say something about the Medici family. Please. Pope Leo X was a Medici, and he was the last man to be Pope before he became a priest. And he was the Pope that started selling indulgences. And he was so evil that he actually had a contract to murder Martin Luther. So I know that that will offend some Roman Catholics, but the Roman Catholic papacy was invaded by a real demon about the time of the Protestant Re Reformation, and that's fact. And when the deep state lies to us, their definition of truth has nothing to do with what is true, but what they can get people to believe. So if you can believe that a grass fire will melt steel, you're a sucker. And, you know, and if you're stupid enough to believe that, you'll follow them right to the gates of hell. Yeah. And during our last show, um, that we've all been on, whether it was Spiritual Warrior show with Jaco or the Kazarian Mafia show, and we did part one, to you two gentlemen. This channel, My Rumble, has grown, and you have launched your Rumble channel. So why don't we just take a step as you're talking about the devil and update people as to the background you have in your order and West Point as it's related to spiritual warfare as we then move forward on this history of Kazarian Mafia and evil. In 1972, I was one of the two plebes that lived in the haunted room in Company G4. And uh, my late roommate and I lived through 40 nights of uh, being haunted by a demon who took three different um, uh, shapes. One is a 1823 cavalry officer. One as what he really looked like from hell, and it was Satan. And the third is an upper class cadet trying to get us to uh, join a, win a witchcraft covenant. And when Gene Dixon came to expel the demon from the room in front of the commandant of cadets who was a one-star general, the superintendent was a three-star general, and the deputy chairman of the honor committee who uh, got the living crap scared out of him one night as the ghost stood on his chest. Um, Jeannie Dixon was picked up and thrown out of the room like a drunk. She landed on her bottom and ran away screaming. And ever since then, they've basically had the room uh, boarded up and off limits. This uh, evil world is real. It's uncomfortable. And uh, when I was ordained uh, seven and a half years ago as a priest, I was also ordained as a as an exorcist because of the experiences that I, I've had. And uh, yesterday I did a, another exorcism, so it's now 15. Wow. Glad to see you here. Wow. Wow. Thank you for what you're doing. And if anybody wants to fact check this, this is on West Point. This is part of West Point military history, which Jim is talking about, which he experienced. So it's right there for everyone to see. All right. Yeah, look in the Pointer magazine in October or November. You'll you can read all about it. Yep. So that really gives us a great foundation to anybody who's new as to oh we hear spiritual war spiritual war maybe it's propaganda nope it exists in the other realms and now we've also just heard from chuck 
a few of the family names of where this kind of has launched or unleashed its next level war on humanity. Medici's people may probably know better than any of those other 13 you mentioned, Chuck, because of the banking ties there. Where do we where do we go from here? What happens with them after that? What organizations and other maybe second level families may be there? And then I'd also like to bring it back to Jim about the black nobility and the Jesuits and what they might have perpetrated as well. Um, and then the companies that they did that upon and with and alongside of as so-called missionaries. Yes, I, I want just real quick and just one second. I, everything that Jim just talked about, how evil is real, all this, and we've talked about this on on previous uh, editions of this this show as well. But I I saw it I saw it for real on May May the seventeenth of this year. This thing, one of these things, attacked me on May the seventeenth, and I it scared the hell out of me. I got to tell you, and what saved me was a rosary that I put in its face and just. And invoke law of encroachment to keep a demon out of me, and that, and I, I mean, I've always believed it, but I never saw it. This time, I saw it straight up, waking, not sleeping, waking right in my face. So everything that that Jim is saying over there, I absolutely, I absolutely, totally believe it. Um, the uh, the. Uh, the original families from uh, from Italy they they evolved, but the, but the bloodlines all stayed stayed uh, intact, and they actually took great pains to keep the bloodlines bloodlines alive by um, arranged marriages, by by um, uh, actually by by keeping the bloodlines alive by by not even official marriages, just sex between different families this and that to keep bloodlines alive. And it ended up being the, the most important of the, the families that came out of all of those, those uh, interminglings was the House of Guelph, sometimes called the House of Guelph, um, coming out of English. And it was basically the Black nobility. Again, we talked about Black nobility. Black nobility got its name Black Nobility because they did anything they needed to do, murder, rape, torture, anything they needed to do to hold, to get and hold power. And that is what ended up becoming the English Black Nobility, which was the basically the House of Guelph, all of the Windsors, um, the, uh, all of the, the European royal families all descended from that same house, the House of Guelph. Um, they uh, descended some of the descendant families that you, you will recognize the names, the Winder, Windsors, uh, the House of Bourbon from France, um, Grimaldi from Monaco, the Habsburgs from Austria, the Hohenzollerns from Germany, all very familiar names. Liechtenstein, um, the House of Orange from the Netherlands, um, Savoy from, uh, from Italy, it just goes on and on. They, they huge impacts. They, they, um, the Guelphs were actually the Normans that came out of Europe, that took over England in the 11th century and instituted themselves as the English nobility. Um, they, they, act, they actually backed Robert the Bruce when he took over Scotland. Everybody's seen the movie Braveheart. William Wallace, when they, when they captured William Wallace, and basically, the English king gave the throne to Robert the Bruce in Scotland. And that, out of that um, usurpation, I'm going to call it, came the Bank of England, the East India Company, which raped and murdered uh, American natural citizens, uh, North American, you know, through all those ages back in the 1600s, 1700s. Um, you know, so they had a massive impact on everything that 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 came forward, and they're still in charge. Those families are still in charge today, all through the world. Um, you recognize some of the associations that are uh, 
that are related to these to these uh, families, like the Bilderberg Group, and everybody's heard of the Bilderbergers. Um, the uh, Council on Foreign Relations, you hear that almost every day somewhere on some news channel. Um, the uh, the Skull and Bones Society, which a lot of our former presidents and stuff were and, and politicians were all part of. Uh, the International Monetary Fund, the World Bank, um, the Bank of International Settlement, which you don't often hear of, but really important in what happens in the world with money and the fake money that they have been putting out for for everywhere, where they made where they made their fortunes on um, the uh, Club of Rome, the Chatham House Royal Institute. It used to be called the Royal Institute of International Affairs. Now it's called the Chatham House, but had massive influence on worldwide politics and things that happened. Um, the Associated Press, Reuters, the news, the Reuters news agency, which you see everywhere through uh, international press. All of the private merchant banks have their roots in these bloodline families. Um, they're, they're, then these private merchant banks all had ulterior motives basically a financial objective to, to create a post-industrial society that they control everything in. All of the money, all of the, the politics, all the things that happen. Um, okay, I'll stop for a minute. One of the things about the um, British East India Company, they were the company that imported Irish slaves to the United States and then the black African slaves to the United States. So they made a lot of money on slavery, and they've gotten a free pass on that, but they don't care. They like money. They don't really give a shit about people. Right. And they and what they did was they, um, they strong-armed uh, Native African tribal leaders to do actually do the dirty work for them and grab rival tribes, uh, people put them on those slave ships and send them over here to do to do the dirty work. It's, it's yeah. unbelievable when you get down to it. it. Had nothing to do with white slavers. Yeah, you know, at the beginning, I give them an ultimatum: do with British royalty or not. You know, you do this for us, or we're going to wipe you out. Right. Go ahead, Jim. Sorry. It had everything to do with British royalty and these terrible families. Yeah, it's one of the ways they got rich. And, and China is not out of this. Um, it was mentioned by the both of you on our last show on Kazarian Mafia. You know, the British royalty went in to China, and that's how the Opium Wars started. And that's how they were able to take over and start influencing China that way, right, in the Red Dragon. Wow. I remember growing up in Ontario, Canada, and it was taught in the history books, you know, Upper Canada, Lower Canada, the Louis Riel Rebellion, anybody who's Canadian, you know, of my generation several before it and then you know one or two maybe after it i don't believe they're teaching it anymore we go oh look at this same re among the hurons on lake huron the missionaries the jesuits came in and they taught they were wrong and they taught them the right the right way that there is a god there is a christ and their ways they're nice but they're not the right ones and then they would show us the fort and they built the church and everything and you're you know two three four years old whatever it was it was really young and you're like wow this is quite beautiful wow you know i don't know why they would do that but okay you know hopefully it didn't hurt anybody and now we know that it was rape pillage and plunder everywhere right i mean i was just on um a zoom call with dr reiner filmuck and the Alliance of Indigenous Nations. And Reiner gave a two and a half hour update on the law cases they have. And he said, people have been for the last three years calling it Nuremberg II tribunals that we have been working at and initiating. So that is not exactly correct, but we actually should just change it to this now, right? And this is, you know, from everything, vaccine genocide, the bioweapons, wokeism pedophilia the taking over of the financial systems creating ngos in place calling them a country like the australian corporation traded on the security and stock exchange the crown corporation of canada registered on the securities and exchange commission in dc in 1861 by queen victoria 
The USA Corporation installed in the 1871 Act and then recognized and protected by the 1913 Act with the creation of the Federal Reserve, with the Internal Revenue Service, and with the FBI, as well as the ADL Anti-Defamation League. So a little history lesson for Americans, Canadians, Australians. And go ahead, take a look at any other country and go find out where it was created and then ask who brought it forth. And I would hearken to say that over 180 so-called countries are actually NGOs, corporations. Yeah, and you mentioned uh, COVID too. And I just thought I'd bring this up because this week, just this week, um, they closed... Uh, at least temporarily, they closed a couple of schools in South Texas because COVID has raised its ugly head again. So here it comes again, and they're gonna they're gonna make shove this bullshit back on everybody again for you to comply. And I'm not going to comply. I will tell you that right now. It's scientifically impossible for a virus to, to live in the air when it's 59 degrees Fahrenheit or warmer. The only way this quote-unquote virus, which has the same DNA genome as uh, snake venom, cobra snake venom, with its 19 neuropeptides, is it has to be put in something like the water or in the food. And uh, according to Brock, Dr. Brian Artis, who's a brilliant and honest man, if you're afraid of getting this, chew some nicotine gum. Yeah, right. Because nicotine removes snake venom. It blocks it from hurting you. And nicotine itself is not addictive. It's all the other stuff they put in cigarettes that causes people to be addicted. Irising. And if you understand, and if you understand the chemistry of of the tobacco leaf, tobacco leaves would burn just like any other leaf if it wasn't aged in rooms with tar vapor. You know, your cigarette would burn like that. Your cigar would burn like that. And tar is naturally radioactive. So that's why people get cancer from cigarettes. And if you can think of what tar does to the elasticity of the lungs, you know, the same kind of stuff we put on roads because it's good hard stuff. (laughs) When you... Lungs lose elasticity, we call that emphysema. Our government has known this since, well, let's put it this way, military history, which I know Chuck and I and Brad all love. The soldiers in the 1812 war against the Brits, when they bummed cigarettes off each other, they'd ask for a cancer stick. So that's when you know that it's that dangerous even back then, and it's called a cancer stick. Why is it? Uh, why is it so shocking now that it causes cancer? It doesn't cause as much cancer as some of these uh, cancer viruses they put in the jabs, and I can speak to that. Mm-hmm. After I got the Gulf War shots, I got sick, and they gave me a medicine. And that medicine was designed to give people cancer. And I got cancer from it. I'm a stage two cancer survivor. I got got it caught in time, I think. I'm not out of the woods for another two and a half years. But in 1994, they start putting a cancer virus in pills. Imagine what they can do almost 30 years later. And if you're foolish enough to believe them that they have your best interest in mind, wait till you hear the names of the rest of these families. And if you believe them, uh, you kind of have it coming. 
Yeah, agreed. And, and just to throw it out, my 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 brother, he took right after the shots came out, he took he took the the jab right, and um, three he 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 was swear that it has not related, but three weeks after he took the jab, it was in uh, March of that original year. Uh, all of a sudden, he ends up with three tumors on his left arm that. I mean, it just came out of nowhere, and they were basically the size of grapefruits, is putting it mildly. They were bigger than grapefruits, three of them, one on his shoulder, one in his elbow, and another one on his uh, on one of his, on his uh, tricep. And they just exploded, and he ended up having to have all of them surgically removed um, in, the, in, you know, in, in a surgery to, to, to stop it. And three weeks after the jab, I mean, a perfectly healthy guy, works offshore, perfectly healthy guy, and this just happened to happen. I don't believe it. Yeah, that's the – my wife was very sick, and she wasn't going to live a whole lot longer. She got the jab in the first couple of days of March that same year. And she had such a severe brain bleed – that the brain surgeon that tried to save her life, all he could do after the surgery was cry. I held him while he cried, telling me that my wife was going to die the next day. By the time her brain stopped swelling from all the bleeding, half her brain was in three quarters of its space. The other half of her brain was crushed because of the, the swelling. And her brain stem had disconnected because of all the blood she lost. And she didn't even make it a week after getting her first jab. That's so sad. Yeah. You mentioned you mentioned uh, names, and and it's it's worth it's worth mentioning these names because you you actually most people will recognize at least some of the names of these people that that of these families that um, derived from those original thirteen uh, satanic families, and um. We're talking Rothschild, Rockefeller, DuPont, Russells, the Onassis family, Collins, Morgan, Kennedy, Habsburg, Lee from China, Bundy, Astor, Astor who tried to stop the, uh, the central bank from coming in panic conveniently in 1913. Um, other names closely aligned, those were main ones, but closely aligned names, Vanderbilt, Bauer, Whitney Duke, Grace Sinclair, Schiff, Solvoy, Oppenheimer, Sassoon, Wheeler, Todd, Clinton, Taft, Goldschmidt, Wallenberg, Guggenheim, Bush, and Van Dyne. Go figure. It's like a history of the world. You just take those names and you run them back through time, and every significant thing that's happened in 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 the, the significant history of the world is associated with these names, these bloodlines. Yep. And the initials on OWN, Oprah Winfrey Network, backwards yep. are NWO. And when you take the word COVID and you flip it around, it spells Divok. And as we know from Jim, Divok in Hebrew, because Jim has decoded many things, out of the seven up to 777 books of the Bible, his order is privy to being Christian Orthodox 300 AD. And so um, we know that Divok means the demon within you in Hebrew. And we also know Pharmakia in Greek translates directly for as we are just speaking about the sorcery, to sorcery. We also know that Gabernus Mentis, in Latin, translates to control minds. It's about government, so they control you, instead of governance, proper governance, by the people. A representative you elect who actually really doesn't want to be there for a long period of time, right? And as Ricardo Bosi, our friend, has said, you know, um, the best thing, the last thing you'd really want to do is become a representative of the people, of real men and real women, because you know, they will speak out and they will be authentic, peaceful, though, 
but speak up and be authentic, not just be complacent and be a guy or a girl and nice. Nice, by the way, derives from naive and naive is to be compliant when you look at its roots in Latin in that language. So, you know, this has just been wool pulled over the eyes for so many of us for so many decades, if not generations, going back to the times of Babylon and the original creation of the Khazars, as you both have shared in show number one. Exactly. All of those names are associated. All the names that we just went through, they're all associated with the Khazar, with the Khazars from the past. So it's a, um, and we, we did a whole show on the, on the Khazars at one time, well, but they're, they're all related. It's all, it's all linked. Mm -hmm. One of the fun words that we hear a lot is understand, which is, you know, demons like to put things backwards, stand under. So when we say we understand them, we uh, are putting ourselves under them which is not a good good way to do things. Uh, we should comprehend, not understand. And w one of my favorite words lately has been pandemic. Pan is the, the demon of deception, like Peter Pan, live forever, yeah, bullshit. And demic comes from the word demos, uh, which means in us. So if we're we're talking about the pandemic, we're talking about the demons coming into us. We don't need the demons coming into us. We need to be sovereign souls, not controlled by demons. If we want to see what it's like to be a person who's controlled by these demons, uh, look at the people who are running uh, the child trafficking in the movie uh, Sound of Freedom. They were definitely controlled by demons. And they're the, just the minions that work for these big families. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 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 I mean, be honest with yourself. How does a how does a thing burn down so hot that it melts cars, but the tree that's next to the car doesn't burn? You can't say that's a normal fire. Mm -hmm. Well, if yeah. it's not normal, then it's abnormal. Abnormal means it didn't happen by natural means. Yeah. And if you and if that if you don't agree with that, you're not paying attention. Kind of like uh, what three years ago when we had that we had the, uh, the the major snowstorm in February down here in Texas, and we got people that are actually filming, trying to to melt the snow, which won't melt with fire. They're 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 putting blowtorch on it, and the snow won't melt. Bullshit. What was it? Wasn't natural snow, that's for sure. Correct. Yep. Yep. And right now we have um, many videos that have been shared over the last five, six days from the interior of British Columbia, which along with many other parts of the world, including Louisiana, Greece and whatnot, are suddenly on fire at a terrifically horrific rate. And you have those, in those videos, RCMP and other local policy enforcement officials. Now remember, and this is a red pill moment for law enforcement. None of us here are against somebody who volunteers, man or woman, to stand up for people, for children, and keep them out of the way of harm. All three of us men here are not against that at all. We support that. If this is a red pill moment for you, though, understand that as a RCMP or FBI in the United States or elsewhere around the world, for most of you, if you check in and see if your country is an NGO, what it was created from, then therefore you are actually just wearing a uniform like a security guard. And this is rub people the wrong way, but this is an awakening moment. Like a security guard as a policy enforcement officer, like a security guard is a policy enforcement officer at a local grocery store, for example. And there's a difference between legal and lawful. And legal is the British Accreditation Registry System, the BAR, 
which again stems right to the Kazarian Mafia because the BAR, even if you still fact check it today, because I double checked this weekend, it still says online, I think that was a Reuters fact check, or which is backed by Politif fact check, which has just came out last week that the Facebook fact checkers are backed by Big Pharma, in particular J&J Research, now in lawsuit in open court in the United States under their own BAR system. So we now know very well People have woken up to the BAR, British Accreditation of Registry System, has created all of these institutions to control things. Government will control at a federal level, and then a provincial or state level, and then a municipal city level. And so, back to law enforcement, and this goes for military as well. Because when I joined up, Jim joined up, Chuck joined up, we all signed oaths, which also we become flashlights to them. We're just another tool, right? And that's just a cold, hard fact. We don't like to think of ourselves as that, but it is true because we have signed away our sovereignty to follow those orders. Yet you just heard it in the very beginning here from Jim and then Chuck, who said that if you are following those orders, and again, when we go to lawful, God's law, unalienable rights versus legal, British legal society, which create their own laws, which they say are laws, which are not lawful for the most part. If you're doing something that causes trespass by way of harm on any man or woman or child, then you will be held to account. So I would just say we're not taking a bad angle here at any military or law enforcement people right now, but you have it within your sovereign right and choice to make your own God-given choice. And, and that's the discernment that they attempt to train out of everybody in indoctrination, whether you're in the school system and you go to medical school and become a nurse and a doctor and say, we need to take this emergency authorization given to the so-called medicine from big pharmacia, big sorcery. You have that discernment. Because again, if you're doing something which violates the Hague tribunals, which violates Nuremberg, which violates unalienable rights, you're actually opening yourself to liability and then you can be held liable to the full extent of true law. And ignorance is no excuse. Yep. Yep. And if you don't get it in this world, you'll get it in the next. The just judge in the next world is someone who cannot be BS'd. Yep. And but just following orders, you'll you'll hear another order. Go to hell. And that's not an order you want to hear. No, not an attorney. Absolutely not. So, yeah. We have that happening now where they're surrounding communities, just like Maui, just like we have heard happen other times that have come to light now in the interior of British Columbia. And police not allowing people to leave their homes, telling them to shelter in place while fire flashes over the area and other places where they can't get into. Now, I say this to you as a man because I'm a man who was also a minted wildfire ranger with the Ontario Ministry of Natural Resources for fact checkers. <coughs> Maybe 70 or 80 fires from small little ones to half a hectare or an acre, all the way up to massive project fires where we had dozens of aircraft on them. And people moved heaven and earth back then in the 90s to make sure people were free in their communities. First of all, it's life. It's all about the safety of life. So if you can literally remove people from harm, then we moved them out of the communities. And, you know, the Canadian military was in on that, right? And we had C-130 Hercs flying into Geraldton, Ontario in one of those moves. And then we would all go around there and try and make sure we save the infrastructure, the structure, and the homes for those people. So you have professionally trained city fire, wildfire, myself in this particular example, that would do our damnedest, as well as hell attack, helicopter pilots, bucketing, C-410s um, uh, that we had, water bombers, water bombing, bird dogs leading it, an incredible meteorological team, fire management people from all over, Make sure we save that. Personally, from what I've seen, that's not happening. Now, I'm not there on the ground, so I can't comment. I can only comment based on the news that's coming out. And I don't believe what's happening up there. From what I'm seeing, 
in British Columbia, for example, is making sure people are truly safe. That's just my both intuition and my black and white assessment and analysis. So make sure well, based that on the, the based on the results you're seeing, Brad, I think that's a very reasonable uh, stance to have. I mean, if they were really doing everything to to put out these fires, they wouldn't be so bad. Yeah, very possible. We we know we have the technology. Now, not technology from twenty five years ago, thirty years ago, whenever I was in twenty five ish. Yeah. Yeah, there's much better technology. I mean, they're not fighting. They're not fighting these hard because if they were, they'd be out by now. Yep. Yep. Same thing. Where do we go from here? And your you gentlemen have had combat experience, multiple multiple deployments. Each of you in your careers, you've led men and women, companies of them around the world. You've lived in different cultures and societies you've adapted you've overcome you're tenacious where do you see the world going from here and we don't want this to be total fear for everybody what good could come out of all of this what do you guys think well i think if people wake up and a good indication will be how many people are in that March on the 20th of September. If people actually wake up and they start praying and they start obeying the Ten Commandments and they start doing the things they're supposed to do and they turn off the news and they don't let these politicians lie to them anymore, I think the whole aura of this world will change and it will be impossible for these demons and their controlled minions to live comfortably on this planet and they will start to disappear at a really nice rate. And the more good there is in this world, the more the more they can't function. For example, here's a nice historical fact. On the first Sunday of May in 1942, the Roman Pope Pius had the entire Catholic Church say the rosary for World War II. Up until that point, the Axis powers won every major battle in World War II. After that Sunday, the Allies won every major battle in World War II. There were some good Jesuit priests. Not all Jesuits are bad. The upper crust is real bad, but there are some good ones. And there was a priest named Hubert Schiffer, and he was with seven other Jesuits in a little chapel 600 yards from ground zero in Hiroshima when the big one went off. And they were all praying when it went off. They all died, of decade, they all died decades later of old age, never being sick. Why? Because they prayed and they did good things. People know what's right and wrong and they know how to do good things. But you can't do evil things in this world and expect this world to be good. We all have to do our part. Now, if you go to church, you're probably going to learn that it's okay to tolerate every immoral act, sexual act around because you know, the priests or the pastors really want a good collection plate. They don't really care about where you spend eternity. Yeah. Because if they cared about where you'd spend eternity, they wouldn't be encouraging people to, to sin. Now, the, the demons who are not, I mean, the people who are not human, the beings that aren't human, who encourage us to sin, we have a name for them. We call them devils and demons. Well, if you're doing the work of devils and demons, you're not doing God's work. You're not doing God's work, you're not going to be in God's kingdom when this life is over. If you do God's work, you'll be in God's kingdom when this world is over for you. And none of us know when that's going to be for any of us. 
We all have to do our part. Each one of us that does our part, we're a light in this dark world. And if millions and billions of people light up and start doing what's right, the impact of what this will do to the world will be amazing. And each one of us, we can control ourselves. We're sovereign beings. We're sovereign souls, like Brad always tells us. And it's a wonderful title, Sovereign Soul. That means I get the right, to, I have the divine right from God to choose whether I want to be good or bad, and my actions are my choice. If I encourage you to do something wrong, I'm doing the devil's work, and I'll get the devil's reward. If I'm encouraging you to overcome what's hard, and we're all, we all fail, but overcome what's hard and do what's right, I'll get the angel's reward. We can be angels or devils in the next world. It's up to us. Awesome. Yeah. Right and wrong. I mean, it's all about it's all about right yeah. and wrong. And it's it's about right and wrong, and it's about doing it when nobody's watching. You're you well, still do what's right when nobody's <laughs> yeah, the watching. The big guy is always watching. Well, <laughs> watching but, <laughs> You're right. Making a list. And not, not Hunter Biden's big guy. I mean, the real big guy. <laughs> yeah, thank you. <laughs> you got it. We should probably just call this show Kazari Mafia Part Two Get Gone or Get God. Or Get God or Get Gone. Yeah. Uh, I like it. I like it. I like it. Yeah. You know, I remember Michael, um, he shared, I don't think it was on our last show, but maybe it was a couple shows ago or a year ago. Everything blends, pardon me. But he had mentioned that uh, when we're talking about, you know, you either believe in something higher than yourself or you're not. And there was one of the SEALs in the Panama invasion on one of the teams. He's like, I distinctly remember it. He had F God tattooed on his forearm. He just got it. He was one of the ones that drowned on that invasion. Wow. I remember that. I remember when yeah. we those guys. Yep. Yeah. It was really sad. Yeah, it's definitely sad. It's just one of those other examples. And if anybody doesn't know who we're talking about, you know, Michael Jaco is 24 years Navy SEAL and SEAL Team 6. And when we had our first show with yourself, Chuck, Jim, almost a year ago, right? Maybe about uh, yeah. months ago. And I said, hey, we have a special guest coming on. Boom. And Jaco was in. You guys have all known of him and watched his stuff. And when he came on, he went, Hey, I know you. Were you we in Panama? And then Chuck's like, yeah, I was in Panama. I know you. Was like, yeah. I remember. I remember when I met him in Panama. I didn't know him. I mean, but, uh, we were we were both doing things. He was there with the SEALs. I was there with the unit. And uh, and I definitely distinctly remember meeting him. And it's, it was so funny that when we looked at each other, we'd go, oh, my God. It's <laughs> many, what, 35 years later, whatever the hell it is, you know. You're on a well, Zoom. <laughs> yeah but i mean you you and obviously michelle have no, been known of him but for him to just pop into a zoom who hadn't met you since and i had said hey i have this gentleman on this is his title this gentleman on this is his title you're gonna come in he's like absolutely i'll come in for the tier one talk let's go and then he went i know you were you in panama that's amazing right so it was yeah it was and i, I and i remember exactly what we were doing we were getting uh we were moving noriega after we after we got him, we were all moving right. over to get him to get him out, and it was like, oh my god, I cannot believe that we just recognized each other. It's just amazing. Well, God works in all kinds of cool ways. Yeah, I was the G three rear for the general that got uh, credit for uh, capturing Noriega. That was a. Those were interesting. He was a good guy. Yeah. Yeah. Wild, wild. So, in uh, in closing, gentlemen, what would be your message for the world you know, from here, especially for the next thirty days? Because what we've seen, we've been sharing, what other people have been sharing in our community, if you will, um, on their shows between intuitive readings, other type of channeled readings, channeled messages, some of those who have great sight as well which has been coming down as well. Like Jim is connected worldwide through his, his network of priests and bishops too. 
definitely the next few weeks are to be extremely hairy. And on top of an astrological side, we are in a retrograde of seven planets right now. If anybody doesn't believe in astrology, that's fine. You know, just ask any lady, you know, when it comes time to the cycle, right? There, There's periods of time, and I don't mean, I'm not saying this to be facetious or derogatory in any sense, but there's periods of time of energetic alignments, both in the human body, the mind, and then also galactic. So everything the next three weeks looks like a lot, very tumultuous. What would you gentlemen? I, I would just say, I'm a, Jim can, uh, let me go first and then Jim can, can pick up on it because I agree with what Jim's saying. I don't think it's ever been more important in any time in history to, to have discernment, individual discernment and awareness of what's going on around you and make conscious decisions to do right, not wrong. I, I don't think, I, I think that all of the bullshit that goes on with our governments and all this other stuff right there, you gotta, we have to dump the chaff and pay attention to what's important and make sure that we personally, internally, personally do the right thing. And I'm not saying we don't make mistakes, but we need to consciously try to do the right thing by each other, internally for ourselves, because it all it impacts everyone. If we all do our piece, like Jim said, if we all do our piece, all the pieces work together. Right on. I would like to say something about discernment. And thanks, Chuck. As when we go to the gas station, we know we're, we know how much more we're paying. We go to the grocery store, we know how much more we're paying. And when someone tells us that inflation is only five or six percent, they're hoping that you that you are dumb enough to believe them. And if they'll lie to you about something this obvious, they'll lie to you about everything else. And they lie to you because they have absolutely no respect for you as a human being. Mm -hmm. They could care less. If you're dead or alive, you're just some ant, and they got a can of raid waiting to take you out. Because anybody that cares about you will tell you the truth, even if it's not a pleasant truth. So if you're not catching on, don't ask Chuck or me or Brad why why we know. Ask yourself why you don't know. And then make the right correction because they want you dead. They don't care if it's with a do weapon or a jab or some other screwy way they're going to think of next. They want this planet depopulated. And why? Because Satan wants this planet without any human beings on it so that it gets to be his planet. He thinks that he can push God out of the way. And he's absolutely delusional. He has no discernment about what's really going to happen. And God is only going to tolerate so much. And why? Because God wants to protect his good children. And so we're going to see some strange things happen in these next three, four weeks. I'm a little worried about 923 myself because of all the uh, pre-programming about the numbers 923 that have been all over the place. Yeah. But I know if we pray and we get right with the Lord that we'll have discernment and the Lord will guide us. And before you make a big decision, pray and ask God to help you make the right decision. I mean, he's got a perfect track record. I don't. Chuck doesn't. Brad doesn't. But we're pretty darn good because we we get the help from him. And yes, God is both divine masculine and divine feminine. So 
these women who tell us these wonderful things about the feminine part of God. If that offends you, read the Confessions of St. Augustine, one of the fathers of the church, one of the doctors of the church. He basically says God is both masculine and feminine. Uh, our friend Gene Decode has this beautiful prayer that you can find on his YouTube site about how to get clean. Get yourself right with God. Get yourself right with people. Love yourself. Love everybody else. Don't tolerate sin. Don't be, you don't have to be mean about it. Just say, hey, you know, what you're doing is wrong. You're a better person than that. Let me help you do, let me help you do better. But if you're stupid enough to believe these liars after they've been lying to you and you don't understand that they have absolutely no respect for you, then there's no there's nobody that can help you. But you should be mad that they have no respect for you and that they're lying through their teeth to you. And if that doesn't get you fired up to do what's right, maybe you should just grab your ankles and kiss your butt goodbye. I don't know what else to say. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's awesome for the divine mama bears and the lionesses you've just heard two real sorry infantry and speaking of that um jim would you lead us off uh, send us off excuse me with a prayer how about uh, especially after that, I better. Oh, <laughs> uh, no, it's all good. You know, for gravity, right? I, I imagine our creator is, has got some of the greatest humor around, you know, and uh, so cool. He's, he invented it. He, laughter is the best medicine. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. Father God, this is a absolutely crazy time to be in this world. There's so many people doing unbelievably evil things. And as Chuck showed us, they control the money, they control the press, they control the media, and they're setting us up for a kill. But we're your children, Lord, and we want to do your will. We want to thrive and, and finish the missions that you gave each and every one of us. And we need your help, Lord. We need your grace. We need your discernment. We need your Holy Spirit in us. Please help us see the truth, live the truth, and be strong enough to execute the truth. We ask this in your most holy name, Father God. Amen. 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 Well, Divine Lions, Linus says, if you would like to support the Gold Star families, please do so at the link below, which is what Colonel Sellers here supports. We all do by virtue of that as well. And then tap into Bishop O'Connor's new channel on Rumble, God Wins, right? Grace of God. And definitely, if you need to get God real quick and you haven't, or you need a blessing, you can reach Bishop O'Connor, Jim, right there, Bishop Jim, on his channel. And you can also send him a note directly through that. So thank you very much for watching this broadcast or listening to this podcast. This is going up ASAP right after I finished the recording here. God bless you all. Thank you so much. And gentlemen, thank you for your service and the divine women in your lives as well. Thank you. God bless you guys. God bless you guys. If you are looking for groundbreaking nutritional products, which revolutionize the way your body operates, you have to check out this cutting edge American made all natural wellness brand. Root the Trinity pack from getrootnow.com is a game changer. Let me show you. Zero In is the world's first quantumceutical, an all-natural adaptogenic nootropic which skyrockets your clarity and creativity. Professional athletes have reported over a 40% increase in their performance in only 90 days. Restore is a supplement that completely restores your gut health, optimizes your true brain, helping you tap into quantum consciousness, also known as the God Mind, all together with Clean Slate, which gently wipes out harmful heavy metals from your body, gently evacuating toxins, including graphene oxide. Trinity Pack from Root Altogether helps you increase your performance, longevity, deep sleep, and have a far greater quality of life. Register now at GetRootNow.com to grab your Trinity Pack. Then hit subscribe and save to get $15 back every month. Trinity Pack has also received the gold standard 
a worldwide BSCG approval, allowing those in the military to first responders to the NFL, PGA, NBA, FIFA World Cup soccer, and more. Feel assured it is indeed all natural and drug-free. Trinity Pack even comes with a 30-day satisfaction guarantee. So when you grab your Trinity at GetRootNow.com, you can feel good knowing it's endorsed by Tier 1 Special Operations Warriors. To lightworkers, benevolent healthcare heroes, professional athletes, and Olympians detoxing their systems and unleashing their greatest self from across the globe. You can also get rewarded for being part of the Root community. See you there! Thanks for joining us on the program, ladies and gentlemen. Please like, follow, subscribe, share this with nine friends and family. And of course, if you enjoy our blinged Buddha firing red pills from his nine mil, let us know.